Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. VIP coming live from the VIP. Heard the nightlife, rolls life with that Welcome back to the Locker Room Guys podcast. Uh, hope you had a great Memorial Day weekend. I know we did, but uh, a lot of shit happened. Well, especially the NBA this this uh, past week. So we'll dive right into that. But first, we had our draft. Got posted on Friday. Hopefully, everybody got to listen by then. But leading in votes as of now, we posted or I posted this thing like four hours ago or so. But Pigley obviously has the lead right now, but it's a tight one, Luke. He has two votes over you. Um, but yeah, I think we all thought Piggly was going to win the draft anyway, but congratulations to him as of now. Yeah, I the, I was with all the guys today. We were golfing and shit, and they were kind of talking about it a little bit. But I mean, a lot of them uh, liked mine just because I figured they would, like, because uh, everything that all the teams I picked are a lot of our friends don't like too. So that just, that oh, just yeah. happened. No. That just happens because we talk about it all the time. No, Luke, if I had to choose like a team, I'd be forced not to choose you, but like, I respect yours the most, like even more than mine because, well, the thing is three of the teams you had, I like support like the Steelers yeah. and Cubs are my number one. And then like Notre Dame, I just don't shit on Notre Dame. So Jack goes, who took the Cubs? I'm like I did. He goes, "You're gonna win." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. But yeah, I had a total of four votes. Like I just got absolutely shit on. <laughs> yeah, Beast was Beast was all all for the Steelers one too. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> but um, now let's hop in the NBA. So let's start off with Celtics versus Heat. Let's just talk about Game Seven. But first thing yeah. I want to say. Like what I want to go into this game, absolutely nuts. Uh, Luke and Logan tore everybody apart once the game was over, but th- it was just like the oh, Celtics were in control the entire game. Gets to the fourth, Heat start coming back, and what were they down like eleven or something like that? And they just kept yeah. making stops, kept getting layups. Jimmy Butler comes down. A lot of people are shitting on him for it, pulling that three. I like. I think he was just feeling it. He didn't have a point that entire run, but he decides to take that shot. Uh, obviously misses it. But the thing that I want to bring up is the Celtics during that like breakdown that they had. Marcus Smart took like every single shot, and I just don't think that for the Celtics at the end of the game, you want Marcus Smart taking literally like every single one of your shots. Like when the game's coming down, and it's happened before in other games too. I mean, I know it's been a while because every game's either a blowout or, you know, you get what I'm saying, but I, mm-hmm. I don't know that whole, I think the Celtics, like that's the reason why they broke down. Like they just had Mark, Marcus Smart just wasn't hitting his shots and he was taking them all too. Like I, I think it's got, the ball has to be in either Tatum or Brown's hands with a game on the line. Yeah. Tatum had two, uh, like two huge shots at the end of the shot clock too, towards the end there. One was like on an under out of bounds. He got it, did a little fake spin. Jimmy Butler was, went flying, biting for it, knocked it down. And then another one was like a step back three. And everyone knew he was doing a step back three because there was like three seconds left on the play clock or the shot clock. And he had, he was right there. Like everyone knew, like everyone in the whole entire arena, everyone watching knew he was doing that step back and he still hit it. Unbelievable. And Jimmy Butler, that was an awful shot. I don't care what you say. If you say, obviously, if he's – they're not there with without him. Obviously, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that one shot was a terrible shot considering he's not a three-point shooter. Like, he never has been, never will be. And he's got a two-on-two break with Struess on – I think it was on the other side. If he would have just drove, the guy guarding him, and then the guy would have collapsed, and he kicks it up for Struess for a three or whoever that was. And Luke, he, he's nails it taking it to the basket, finishing through contact. He did it all game, and then he pulls from three. Awful well, the shot. shot the shot to take was just to drive by Horford. Like get down, get to the rim, maybe get fouled. Like it's simple. It's basketball one on one. Like well, and the lead was two, right? Yeah, it was a two point game. Get go attack the basket. You're gonna get fouled. You're gonna they're gonna either make a really nice defensive play that you're just gonna have to live with. You're gonna 
maybe make it. I you can kick it out for three. It's like it just made no sense. It's a two on two break, and you pull a three when you're not a three point shooter. And he was just trying to be a hero, I think, and it just. No, shot, that's shot what the before. even the announcers said. The announcers were like Jimmy Butler trying to play hero ball. <laughs> it's like that, yeah. but but uh, yeah, like Lowry and. Oladipo were the guys that like kind of got them back into that game and uh I mean I know I was shitting on Marcus Smart earlier but I give it to him when they did foul after Jimmy Butler missed that shot he sank both of his free throws made a four-point game so I mean I'll, I'll give him that yeah. oh it's huge free throws uh, um the funniest thing was the Udonis Haslam you see all that shit on Twitter yeah. he he looked devastated and it was, uh, <laughs> Yeah, like he gave it his all, and all, and he didn't play a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, like, but I think just watching, just watching that Udonis Haslam though, it kind of makes you exhausted. Like you know, he puts probably more effort he does on the sidelines than he would on the court anyway. And, and they won Game Six, and he started talking shit. It's like you didn't win the series yet, but like if he started talking shit to Draymond. You didn't win the series yet. You still got to win another game. No, like imagine that your assistant coach is just like going out talking shit and everything. Like you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, we were talking about Beast. Like, yeah, he's a player coach, but he's not really a player or a coach. He just like kind of gave him that title. It's like the only reason people are shitting on him is because he needs to retire. I don't know why he's still out there. Like, just be a coach. Don't try to play too. It's just you're like 50 years old. You're just trying to get a bag right now. I think he's only still playing so that in practice he can just like beat the shit out of bam and like try to make him tougher or something like that he probably just hacks the fuck out of everybody and like just tries to like set a heat culture or whatever yeah no exactly no exactly it's it's crazy and i just coach don't like quit trying to play hang it up but like hang it up buddy it's over but anyway they are now advancing to play the warriors and the in the finals, the Warriors dynasty is still going. Um, I'm sorry, Luke. I know you have a future on the Celtics. Coin diehard Celtics Logan's fan. terrified. But oh. I already put <laughs> I already put forty dollars on the uh, Warriors winning the whole thing. And I never I've never bet that much money on anything in my life. That's actually double my highest I've ever bet on. But uh, <laughs> after you guys were just screaming and everything i'm like fuck it i'm doing it and i i just needed i just needed a good reason to cheer for the warriors other than the fact that i've been a warriors fan since 2002 (laughs) big warriors fan um yeah i yeah i think this is it um for the celtics but i mean everyone thought that against the bucks everyone thought that the net like literally i think everyone a lot of people thought the nets would beat them everyone thought the bucks beat them maybe a little more respect in this heat series but yeah, I mean they've been doubted. They've been doubted all playoffs. So I mean, I wouldn't count them out, but it's gonna be so tough to try to beat this Warriors team because you don't like Warriors are gonna play small, and Boston. The thing is, Warriors don't care. They're gonna do it. They've done it all playoffs, and the other team just has to adjust to them. Like they're not gonna adjust to like the Celtics being bigger. They're gonna make the Celtics adjust to their small ball, and that's just why they win. They play their own game and. Try to beat us. Like, it's simple as that. I think it's going to be so tough. I like Warriors, but I'm going to be rooting Celtics. If the Warriors do win, I'm not going to be upset because I love that team too, just like the players. But I don't, I think I like Warriors, but I think it's going to be actually a better series than people think. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can agree with that. It obviously the Celtics are a way fucking better team than the Mavericks are. I mean, I just think. Yeah, you know, the Mavericks even being in the Western Conference even, Finals that wasn't even close. Yeah, I mean, and then obviously, I like I know this is Colin Coward, but what I think he was saying this, he's like, yeah, uh, the Warriors after they have to wait that long to play the Celtics, maybe they'll be rusty in Game One and can steal Game One. And then I'm like, oh fuck, like here we go. It's not like the Warriors haven't been in the fucking finals before. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I was talking to Logan Mel. We thought the Celtics would have since they're a two seed, but that's not how it works. They would have the home court, the home series. And I'm like, and we're trying to like talk ourselves into it. Logan trying to talk himself into it, how they can win. And all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, they're not. The Warriors are the home now. And then he just like lost all his confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Still said Celtics in four. It was so Still funny. Still said Celtics in it four. It was so funny. But I mean, everyone, everyone that was is talking to like Logan about like all their. Congrats. Now they're just going to get beat anyways. It's like, 
for the last. They still year. got there. Like I, 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 well, I, I just hate said, that. That's an number one thing is that, uh, fucking Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are like just beginning their primes, and they're already in a finals, and but, that's like all that matters. Yeah. So it's like, first of all, who cares? They got to the final. Like that's the worst excuse ever as a fan that's upset or jealous or like literally that's all it is jealousy and shit when you say oh they're gonna get swept anyways it's like no because if the heat would have won this you wouldn't like you would have been celebrated so it's like that doesn't make any sense um they got there they're super young but like the thing is with Celtics like I team I say this all the time about young teams that make it to the finals I said about the Bengals I said I'm gonna say about Celtics here too like if you get there you gotta win because like you don't know when you'll be back injuries happen all the time you could get riddled with injuries your whole the rest of your career it's just like when you get there you got to win you got to take advantage of it don't well, they're lose the they're saying that about the warriors the only thing that dethroned them was injuries so exactly and like that could that can happen and like every year someone on the a key piece can be hurt so like when you get there you have to win you can't just be like oh well we're young we will be back you might not be back that's not like trades happen well, free free ship blows up it happens all the time in sports this Celtics team, like, I think I saw him got compared to the Suns just because I think the Suns, they have two key players that are young, but I, the Celtics are so much different than the Suns. Like, the Suns yeah, with Chris yeah. Paul, I felt like that was their only – like, this was – they had to win this year or else they're, like, fucked for the upcoming years. And, I mean, DeAndre Aiden didn't end up turning out to be the guy we thought he was after last year's finals. And – um uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are just a way fucking better duo than they are. And they been, they were in a game seven in the Eastern Conference Finals when, like, LeBron was – when these guys were, like, in their second year, they, they still made it. So they've done it before. And, yeah, I mean, I think it's a different situation. But got to be careful. Like, when you get there, you got to do something with it. You can't just use the excuse, oh, we're young, we'll be back, because you might not be back. Right, yeah. Shit happens all the time. But, yeah, I, I think they'll be fine. They have a good team. They got a good future. So, yeah. All right. Anything more on uh, NBA? Uh, no. Moving in the NFL, uh, Travis Kelsey, one of the most boss moves I've ever seen in my life. So his girlfriend breaks up with him, and she says that he has only ever spent only $100 on her. And it was all because he's like, I want to make sure you're in this for me, not for the money. And he didn't spend like a dime on her, their entire relationship, which I think ran like three or four years. What a boss move. I give him so much credit because I mean, the amount of guys in the league who are probably just blowing money on these absolutely gorgeous women. I mean, that's, that's quite the investment. And by the way, Travis Kelsey's uh, girlfriend, if you haven't seen her unbelievable, I'll give him credit for that. (laughs) And uh, I mean, I'm like happy for the guy. (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah, he's a smart yeah. man with his money beast was so happy about that it was so funny we were talking about it and beast is like good he's like he's like yelling he's like good <laughs> all this shit i'm like yeah we be, i know Beast. like it's cool but <laughs> he was all for it hey can you drop your crown <laughs> yeah hey can, can you drop your crown <laughs> but i mean i don't know a hundred dollars is a little extreme like <laughs> yeah, absolutely a hundred dollars. We're like, we were like, wait a minute, you think about that three or four year relationship, hundred dollars? Like, what the hell? Well, I believe she's you like an Instagram nothing. model, so she probably makes a shit ton on her own. Like, but like the stories about nothing. how every single date they went out on, they like split the bill, like everything like that. That's hilarious. And a hundred dollars is not a lot. Like you literally no, like, for nothing. Exactly. Like people. <laughs> People like our age are spending well over that just like on Christmas and shit for their yeah, like, significant fuck. other. $100? Yeah, it's like a pair of shoes. A cheap-ass <laughs> yeah, pair, cheap yeah. pair of shoes. A pair of shoes you mow the lawn with. Like Reeboks or something. And <laughs> ones or some shit. Good for you, Travis. Uh, but anyway, moving on. Aaron Donald, he said he would be at peace with retiring if he doesn't get a new deal. And he just signed with Kanye West's management team called Donda Sports. Um, I mean, I guess Kanye's doing what Jay-Z used or like what he pretty much did. And uh, yeah, I mean, Kanye's managing athletes now, which I mean, Kanye's so fucking out of his mind. I don't know if I'd let him touch my money, but I'm pretty sure 
he is the richest African-American in the United States. So, I mean, yeah, good for him. I mean, Kanye, Kanye is a genius, but uh, Aaron Donald, that's just weird. For being – I've said this before. I forget what we were talking about, but I like things that I'm good at, and if I was that good at football, oh, my God, I'd be fucking obsessed with it. <laughs> it but he's just, like, at peace with retiring. I, I mean, he's kind of, like, done everything. Like, he's won. He's already, like, basically to many people's eyes, he's, the like, top – two top three defense players all time, if not the best to ever, like so many people. So he's got that. He's got a ring. He's the best defense player to not snort cocaine. There you go. There you go. So, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, he's kind of done everything. It's kind of like a similar, I think, like the Jay Wright situation with Bill Nova basketball. It's like he's done everything he really needed that he probably wanted to accomplish going into the league and probably more. So it's like you just want – you're coming off a ring. You're coming off a championship. Why – I don't see like a problem. It's like, fuck it. I'm done. He's going to make a shit ton of money. I don't know. I just figured like when you're like that elite of an athlete though, and you're still mm-hmm. like pretty much in your prime, like I feel like you just want, want to keep going. I mean, it's probably, it probably sucks for him though. Like he probably goes through hell every single game though. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can only imagine, but uh, shit. Fuck. What was he going to say? Yeah. I don't know, but we'll keep it moving. Uh, Deontay Johnson, apparently rumors are out that he wants a new deal, but then he tweeted some out that where he says, I didn't say none, like N-U-N, uh, not the nun that like is in the church. But yeah, he said, I didn't say none. So I think Deontay Johnson, he's just sitting out of OTAs, just like Lamar Jackson, and uh, he'll be back for the season and well, it'll be great. I love how in like, I love how they do this shit about, um, like like Rogers, they're like making a big deal that he didn't go. It's like he didn't go last year. He he doesn't care. Like why why do some of these star players need to go? It's like they're not they're not the ones that need to like get the get the extra stuff. They know what's going on. They know how like the playbook. They know everything. It's like they don't need to go to that. No, a lot of guys say said, too. A lot of guys say too. Why would I take reps from guys who need them? Exactly. It's like and literally Joe Burrow said it. He said it on the Nelk, uh, the full send podcast. He's like, he's like, yeah, we got some optional stuff. He goes, do you go to all the optional stuff? He goes, no. Like, why, why? He doesn't need to. Yeah, he's chilling. Uh, moving on, Nick Wright from, I think he works for Fox Sports. I'm not sure, but he predicted that the Bears would have 11 or 10 or 11 wins this season. Uh, Luke, what, why, why does he think that? Dude, you're, I literally saw that. And I'm like, holy shit. I, I don't know what to think. Cause I mean, I don't, he has some bad takes. He really does. Like the one, like he like said it when the um, Warriors signed or got Wiggins. He's like, this is the worst thing ever. Warriors will never be back here ever. They, that was the worst thing they'd ever done. So that's a shitty take. He's had a lot of shitty takes. And 11 and four for the Bears is 11 and six. 11 and six is a stretch and a half. I mean, that'd be fucking awesome if he got to it, but I don't think there's a <laughs> shot he, they do. I mean, I think that I can see him winning anywhere between. I I mean, I mean, Jack talked about this like three games, like eight games. I think there's like, that's kind of their window. 11. No, right. Like if you wanted, division. if you wanted to make a hot take about the bears, you'd go the other way and say that they'd be last in a division, not. Yeah. That'd be more like, yeah, that'd be more realistic. playoff team. That'd be more of a real, more realistic. So, but yeah, I mean, but yeah, yeah you must be just a big Eberflus fan, I guess. Have you yeah, seen a picture of Eberflus? I don't know if I said this on the podcast yet, yeah. but he is like one of the ugliest people ever. <laughs> well, Andy Reid's ugly, so Bill Belichick's not the best looking guy either. Sean McVay just won a Super Bowl, though. <laughs> That's fair. I mean. Yeah, I think now all the good co- coaches are kind of young coaches are more good looking than like Mike Tomlin. Like he be. should be a model for Calvin Klein. Matt LaFleur, good looking man. Shanahan. I, I, we got to yeah. stop talking about this. but. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, uh, Todd Gurley. Okay. I have this thing popped up on my phone. All right. So Todd Gurley says there was never not one time where I watched a game and it was like, I wish I was out there. 
I appreciated my time in the league and I've done things I could have never even dreamed about. He like said that he doesn't care that he sat out the whole season last year. He's just like chilling, I guess. Good for him. I love that. Just be like, yeah, whatever. I made enough money. Yeah, fuck like, it. If he's got the money, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna get. Out, he's got the money. I mean, he's never gonna be back to what he was. So it's like, I, that that would almost be like, like if I was an athlete like that, and you were so used to be like you had that hell of a year he had, and you're so used to being good, like LeBron for example. Like once he starts to suck, like it's like, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to play. Like I would yeah, be miserable. Like we were talking like Joe Johnson's still in the Celtics. It's like at that point, it's just like you're not good, you're not playing. It's like obviously you maybe you love to be around the game, but I'll just hang it up. To, and this is me personally, it's just because I'm you're so used to being dominate dominant, and then you just kind of aren't anymore. And it would just I think it, I think it would suck. Yeah, it kind of happened to me with beer ball. But uh <laughs> moving moving to the next thing, uh David. David Njoku inks a $56.8 million deal over four years. Um, wh- how do the Browns have this much fucking money? You're telling me, dude. I, It's ridiculous. I mean, and Njoku, like, why is he? Yeah, getting- he's as mid money? as it gets. Like, Didn't they have Austin Hooper, like, last year, too? Yeah, I think that, I, like, they don't, you don't like, need- we were literally talking about this. Beast brought it up that tight ends should be paid, like, a lot. And I'm like, not really, because you can make a shitty tight end be a solid tight end for your team. Like, it's a system thing. Obviously, the top guys are the top guys there. But after, like, the top, like, three to five guys, it's really, like, you can make an undrafted guy be a solid enough tight end, just block and catch a couple touchdowns. It's like, it's not that hard, I don't think. So, I don't know why you're paying Najoku a shit ton when he's not, like, a superstar. Well, yeah. Like Weird. you look at them schemes with top 10 tight ends, like Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, like, yeah, them guys should get paid out the ass. Like they're, that's yep. how yep. they're like, their offenses need them. But I mean, you drop off to like a fucking like, like, David and Joku. There's no like, reason why he's getting paid that much money. Yeah. It's a huge gap after like Waller Massive. and Andrews um, Kittle. At, I don't know if I, I don't think I'm missing anyone. Then it's just a huge drop, huge drop. It's like ridiculous. Like Mike Gusecki or TJ Hawkinson are probably the next guys. It's like that's a bit how big of a drop. It's ridiculous. So it's like I don't think that they should be paid like as much as some people think. But I don't know. Browns will, Browns will be Browns, I guess. Oh, we're forgetting Darren Waller. Waller, yeah. Yep. Yep. But anyway, moving on. Golf match trash talk. I don't know if you saw this, but – so this is Aaron Rodgers is what he said. Kermit the Frog and Josh Allen trying to talk shit to me and Tom. Come on. And then Tom said, Josh really hasn't backed up much on the football field in his career, especially against me. It's like, holy fuck. Like, what I'm thinking is that oh. they're just trying to sell this, you know, because yeah, I don't think they'll just like blatantly come out and just fucking start ripping on each other. But I mean, Tom, Tom with a real low blow, like, Fucking Aaron Rodgers, all he said that was pretty much Mahomes is Kermit the Frog, which he Shit. hasn't heard that before. But then fucking Tom Brady saying Josh Allen hasn't backed up anything, especially against me. I'm like, fuck Tom. Like, Tom don't give a fuck no more. No, he's basically done. I think um, uh, I think Rodgers and, Mah- and Tom Brady are probably going to dominate just because you think those two want to lose that, like – like, come on, there, there's no way those two lose this golf, like this golf match. It's they don't know what they're getting into. Those like two of the most competitive guys. Probably, I mean, I don't know about Rogers how competitive he really is. He doesn't really give a shit. It seems like, but Tom Brady's <laughs> not losing to a bunch of young, young, uh, up and coming quarterbacks in the golf. Rogers and uh, Brady have played in this tournament. They know what it's like. They know what they're doing. They know how to golf in pressure. But and I don't care. Give Mahomes, Josh Allen. I can't. I'm not taking. I'm taking Brady and uh, Rogers. Uh, easy, simple as that. Well, yeah. And Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. I'm pretty sure if you combine their age together, they're still younger than Tom Brady. So I mean, that's just years of golf experience. Too young. Too young. I, I apparently Mahomes really good. Logan said, but he's just good know. at everything. I'm taking Brady and Rogers. Yeah, Rogers. Then uh, last thing I have, LaShawn McCoy was like shit talking to Eric Bieniemy, 
and he was saying he's like eric Bieniemy yeah. would have a job if he was actually worth a shit but he's just saying like eric Bieniemy, he's just in a good system with fucking andy reed so i mean he's like, he's like, he said there's a reason why um he's like there's a reason why he has no job head coaching job yeah well i mean i don't know yeah i guess uh then uh moving on to MLB uh I don't have like anything on MLB other than Nick Cassianos did it again which this guy's this guy's unstoppable he it's Memorial Day today they're given like a Memorial Day I don't know speech or whatever the guys calling the game were and then Cassianos just goes yard literally as soon as they're done talking about the Memorial Day thing and I mean he just can't be stopped yeah, like it's it's simple. If I if I could just know like to bet on this shit, if I would know like exactly, but it's simultaneous. Well, yeah, it's like I'm betting on a home run for Castellanos. It's easy, like it'd be so easy. Easy, just announce and start talking some emotional thing. He's gonna hit a bomb for you. Uh then. I mean, do you have shit? Do you have anything to say about the MLB? I mean, the Twins are like no. third in standings right now. We're hot. We're winning games. Well, but no, Bucks, it's fucking AL anyway. But Buxton is not playing good, but and that's good because we're still winning without him playing well. So yeah, you can't complain. I haven't really. You got to get basketball's got to get over, and then I, I just getting into the baseball again, but. Uh, then moving into college sports, Luke, how about you go ahead and give us your top 25 basketball teams that you promised you give us last week? Yeah, so I have the top 25, and um, obviously it's way too early. And I, w- I was going to wait because June 1st is when you can decide when you're coming back or going to the NBA. But I think the only real question was Tim- Drew Timmy. He doesn't know, but I think he goes to the NBA. So I did this without Drew Timmy on Gonzaga. But, yeah, so one, I have Arkansas. I mean, they get – their starting lineups can be Devontae Davis, Nick Smith, freshman, Anthony Black, freshman, Jordan Walsh, freshman. Those guys, I love them. Oh, and Jalen Williams was the other exception. He might come back. I have him coming back. That's why I have him at one. Then they got Jalen Graham from Arizona State. And then the Mizzou guy, Trayvon Brazil. I mean, they lost some guys, but you add three McDonald's All-American, number one recruiting class. Back-to-back elite eights, dominating the SEC play, like, with my favorite coach, Eric Musselman, and their defense is going to be so good because they're going to have to be so lengthy, so long, so athletic. So I, I love this Arkansas team. They're my team going into the year. But, yeah, that's my number one. Intern coin, give me a hog rider. <clears throat> that was loud. Uh, I'm very sorry for all of you headphones users. I kind of heard <laughs> that. That is, uh, yeah, go hogs. That's all I gotta say. And then two, I this is Logan's team. This is me. This is me and Logan's team last year. Joey fucking hated them, but uh, Houston. I mean, you get Jamal Shed, Marcus Sasser, Tremont Marks back. Jairus Walker is a fucking monster for IMG. Uh, I mean, they're gonna have the best backcourt I think in co- in college basketball. I um, loved, I loved Houston until Nerd Sox Sasser was out of the question and then i started shitting on houston because luke would not give up on him and good thing yeah, he did man. because he ended up yeah look at him now but uh yeah i'm gonna like houston again this year unless nerd socks asser gets hurt okay so it's monday may 30th 2022 and um 820 clip this clip this it's at 8 20 p.m houston will win the whole thing <laughs> yeah, very good shot. I mean, and and this is also coming from the guy who won three brackets and won a thousand. So they so they lost. So they lose Carlton and White, two bigs, and Edwards is gone. Taze Moore is gone. Taze. A lot of big like those are four big names, but um obviously you get your two leading scorers with Sasser and Tramon Mark back, adding a McDonald's oh. All American with Jarris Walker, who like I said is a monster. He is going to be so good. He played as a, at IMG. On a very good IMG team as a freshman, he's and he was that big. He's that good, and I think you get Sasser back, and these guys have gone to the a Final Four and an Elite Eight in the last two years. Like these guys don't just play shit competition. 
they win the, every game and they prove they can play in the tournament. You know who else is returning? Who's that? Kelvin Sampson. Exactly. So, I mean, it's just, yeah, they, they just win. They know how to win. They play the unbelievable defense. Like, and Jamal Shedd Sass, and Mark Sasser and Trayvon Mark, as their guards are going to be insane to watch and so fun. And then three, North Carolina. I mean, self-explanatory. Everyone's coming back. I really hope they were getting Matthew Meyer. I thought he was going there to replace um, Manic. Manic. I, thought, I thought they had it. They didn't, but R.J. Davis, Caleb Love, Leaky Black, Puff Johnson's now in, and then Armando Baycott's come back. I mean, it's similar to, like, UCLA. I said that, I think, like, where they went on a run as a, a bad seed. But I think it's a little different in the sense that these guys had much more talent than UCLA did. They just had a new coach, had to get used to it, and they got way more shot makers and a good big guy. I just think it's a little different in that situation. But I can see the comparison to UCLA. So if you do don't think they're going to suck, kind of like UCLA, I understand. but I. I can't really see it. Well, the ACC is the worst power six school in college basketball. So I think it's going to be better. Conference. It's be a lot better. <laughs> I just had to say that, Logan. Besides Duke and Wake Forest, you might be right there. By the way, though, Manic, losing Manic is a lot bigger of a loss than you might That's think. why I really wanted Matthew Meyer. It is a huge loss. Because because that, he stretched the floor for him so much. But. Manic was a bucket and so much experience, and he's just a menace. Yeah. He's I a mean, walking at, menace. But there's something in the air tonight. The stars were bright. I think Armando. I think getting getting rid of him, you're gonna lose more offense. But Puff Johnson coming in on defense is gonna just bite. like we saw what Puff could do yeah. last year in the final four. He was like Manic was Manic was a liability on defense. It's oh Puff God. the Magic Johnson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, four. This is kind of a hot take. A lot of people don't have him like very highly. Have maybe top ten, but I like Baylor. Um, Hardly even know her. <laughs> Keontae George, who Logan loves. Um, Flagler's coming back. LJ Cryer's there. Jalen Bridges is another freshman. Flo Thamba and JTT are going to be their bigs. I know they lost to Kinjo Meyer and Kendall Brown and Sohan, but I love Keontae coming back. I, I they always bring it on defense, no matter what. Flagler, they got the shot maker like Flagler. He showed it like last year was unbelievable. He is big shot after big shot. And the rim protection with Flo Thamba and JTT. I think, I think they'll be right back. I don't think they'll miss a beat. And Luke and Scott Drew. Scott Drew. No. Yep. Biggest part. Top five, top three coach. Keontae George will win another. It's now obviously same day, but now it's 824 instead. Keontae George will win freshman of the year, whatever it is. Big, big 12 freshman year, whatever you want to, whatever yeah. you want to call it. He'll be a top five pick in the draft. He is going to be a, walking, he's a, monster. a walking bucket. Yeah. yeah I, mean, the Logan, freshman... I started looking at like Keontae Johnson shit after I think you put in the group chat or something. Of him going to Baylor and yeah, he's a fucking stud. Um, he's a stud. I yeah, like I said, I mean, got freshman. I'm excited about Jarris Walker. I already said, obviously, Keontae George, and then um, all the guys on Arkansas just because of Arkansas. But we we we'll talk about all that uh, as it gets closer. Uh, five. There's one reason, one reason only. I have this team at five, and it's they return the national player of the year. So Kentucky's five. You get a experience with Wheeler and Tashibwe. They already played together. The pick and roll is going to be even better. Um, they get Casson Wallace, the freshman, Antonio Reeves, Illinois State. The guy has a bucket. He had like 20 a game there. And then Livingston, another uh, freshman. But Frederick's going to be back uh, from Iowa. He's going to be back to get, get some, some shooter, shooting off the bench. I don't care what you say about Frederick. He was <laughs> Iowa's best defender. Not saying that's a, a big accomplishment because Iowa sucks at defense and he can shoot. So, But having the reigning player of the year, it speaks for itself. Like it's only going to benefit them. It's thought you saw what it helped did for Iowa when you got the Garza back. Obviously, he didn't win, but he was runner up and came back, and we were really good. So, and adding scores like Reeves and Wheeler coming back to run that offense, I just it, they're going to be really good again. Go Cats! Kentucky fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be a Kentucky guy this year or not. I mean, I have to fall in love with them, but yeah, Kentucky sucks. Um, and then six. I got Duke. I mean, Jeremy Roach coming back is a lot better. Like, it's underrated of how good that's going to help them. Because every year, Duke comes in with a bunch of freshmen, and they got to figure it out. They usually do pretty well with it. But now you got a, you got a veteran point guard coming back. Like, when was the last time we did that? Trey Jones came back, and they had a, they weren't a very good team. Yeah, Vernon Carey and Trey I mean, Jones, that was all they had. That was it. 
And yeah, Wendell Moore was young. It was they weren't a very good team, but the reason they had it was because they had a good point guard. And Jeremy Roche, we saw what he could do, like in the playoffs. Oh, and, that's the thing, because Jeremy Roche all year we like kind of hated him, but then we got to the tournament and he actually stepped up a lot. And yeah, I yeah, they always he we saw what he's capable of losing their guys. And then Derek Whitehead, freshman, I love him. Oh my I think he's gonna be a monster. Mark Mitchell's a monster. I'm not big on Filipowski. I don't really know. I mean, he's just a big guy that can shoot, really. And we've seen their big guys that they had that can shoot, like that they've had in the past. Like Matthew Hurt was like solid. Matthew Hurt was Joey Baker's like not very good. It's just like Joey Baker's Joey Baker's. I don't know. Derek Lively. I mean, he's like seven two. Derek Lively's gonna be nuts. (laughs) He is. He's gonna. He might lead the fucking country in block shots. Obviously, it's gonna be hard with some of those mid major guys, but. No, um, what I was gonna say is Jeremy Roach. If anybody shit on him more, it was me. And then the tournament he came around. showed what he can do. Tournament came around, and he probably was the best player on Duke during the tournament. Mm-hmm. Seven UCLA. I mean, they get everyone back except for Juzang. Right, but I said this. So Tiger Campbell, obviously, what it, we just said it. Having that point guard back is huge. Amari Bailey coming in as a freshman. I think he's, he will be better than Juzang by the end of the year. I really do. That's why I have him seven. Jules Bernard, Mike, Jules Bernard, <laughs> Jules Bernard might come back. We don't know. Jalen Clark, Clark, another freshman. Hami Hawkins is back. And then Bona, another freshman. I mean, experience, talent. But having Amari Bailey, I think, is going to be a blessing in disguise, getting him and losing Juzang. He's an athletic specimen, you could say. He is a monster. But, no, I think Juzang leaving – it sounds yeah, I don't, it sounds stupid, but I think it's better because they only relied on him. And if he didn't, they play did. Good, they did. If he didn't play good, I said it first week college basketball. I said if he doesn't play good, they're going to lose. And that well, what killed them was Hami Haquez with Curry disease in both of his ankles. Like that's just, I think that's what killed UCLA last year. Right, yeah, fair. no, that's fair. Number eight, our boys down in Texas, TCU baby. Throw it up. Let's go. Throw it up. Number eight, my. Mike Miles and Eddie Lampkin. That's all you need to know. They're back. The boys are back. I don't, I mean, I don't think it's recency bias at all because they returned their top six players from last year and they had a solid year like last year. They were a good team. Got in the playoffs. They had up, they upset teams. I just think that momentum is going to carry over. They're going to be like, hey, we can play with these teams. Like we can do this. Well, that Big 12, with how well that entire conference played defense too, and for them to have the season that they did, it's, yeah, it's fucking great. Go, go, frogs, horn up. What is that? What they say? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Eddie Lampkin is Shaq. He is a walk. What was that your eight team? That was number eight. They should have. Yeah, been I mean Texas, Texas. I mean they always say how important football is down there. Check out the basketball. Their basketball, top to bottom, yeah. Texas yeah. basketball is unreal. Like, look what I've already had. I've already had. I had Houston, Baylor, and TCU all in my top ten, and then Texas yeah, is just Texas outside. will only get better. Uh, I mean, SMU, I mean, they're kind of towards the top of that fucking American, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, nine, I have Gonzaga without um, Drew Timmy. And they have no experience back at all, except for Efton Reed coming from LSU. But, I mean, Nolan Hickman, I think, is good. Hunter Salas is good. Strother, I guess Strother, that's their experience. And then Anton Watson. So, they got three young guys, but – I, they're going to win games. It's Gonzaga. That's why you can't put them outside your top 10 because eventually they're going to get in the top 10. Um, right. Salas was a guy I really wanted to step up last year. Yes, and he didn't 100%. really. But I think this is a year where he's going to get a lot more action. And, I mean, I'm just going to look forward to watching him play. There's a lot of guys that have a lot to prove. Yeah. No, Gonzaga. Because oh. usually they're a bunch of, um, like, young guys or older he's veterans. Like and like, years Yeah. Years. But this year they're they got they're gonna be more of a freshman. They're blue blood now. Yeah, exactly. In my, opinion, <laughs> in my opinion, I think they're gonna be a complete bust this year. Like they're gonna be like have a stretch where it, they just. I'm bit. I have them nine because they're gonna win a lot of games, no matter what you say. Mm-hmm. And I I'm banking on Salas and Hickman, those guys really being. So are you going is guys? Your, is your list off of like? This is what I what, think. What do you think it's gonna be, or more of like? You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of like how good do you think the teams are going to be? Or like, yeah, I mean, this is what like I mean. If I, I if I just went like with like talent, 
No, I think it's like an all year kind of thing. It's like because I can look back on this at the end of the year and see like how I did them. Yeah, I don't know if you did it as like remember like how ESPN and all them will do it or like the AP will do it or as if you're doing it as like how we used to do it. I don't really know. I just did it as kind of both. Yeah. Okay. Um, ten could be completely biased. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Uh, Villanova's ten and. (laughs) Before anyone says anything like, oh, they lost Jay Wright, they lost Gillespie, they lost Samuels, I understand that. They get Justin Moore back. Obviously, he'll be hurt. I don't know how much he'll play right away. Caleb Daniels is back. Brandon Slater's back. Eric Dixon's back. And Cameron Whitmore is coming as a freshman is a monster. So, and obviously. Those are all seniors. Like, almost all of them are seniors, right? Yeah, but they're, yeah, like they got That's the experience. Yeah. 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 Except for Whitmore. Whitmore's a freshman, but he's a stud. It literally showed Whitmore committed there when Jay Wright was there. Jay Wright retired. Every single one of these guys could have left and entered the portal, but they didn't. It like literally shows how much they believe in Bill Nova basketball. It shows how much they believe in Neptune. You don't just got hire a guy from Fordham and like expect and like like out of nowhere. Obviously, Jay Wright wants him. He likes him. So all these players believe in him, obviously, if they stayed. Uh, Villanova's campus is on is in Philadelphia. And I mean the whole the Philadelphia should stop calling them the place of brotherly love. It should be just trust the process. And that's what these players are doing. Yeah. And I mean, the end, yeah. And the end, I'm always like Villanova. So I don't really care. It's like, it's a random coaching hire, like I said, but they kept their whole other, the rest of their staff. So the players believe in this, like the, obviously the university does. Think about like how good of a job for how good of a job Villanova would be to walk into and then getting a guy from Fordham, this guy must be a fucking genius. Exactly. Like he's got, it's, and the staff all stayed. The staff did too. So they obviously like what's going on. And the conference runs through Villanova until proven otherwise. I don't give a shit. I know Providence won it last year, but I don't care. It's Villanova's conference. I don't know if you guys said already, but Jay Wright had to have had some kind of say in hiring that guy too. Oh, I don't think you're a coach and you leave early, like, on good terms and not help out with the hiring process. Yeah. So that's top 10. I'll go through the rest. Uh, Texas, I have an 11 right outside because they just got Tyrese Hunter. And wow, what a sign that was. Yep. I was just about to bring that up after that this, but huge. Great back. Have you said he's starting? Possible. No, I'm saying if he comes oh, up, yeah. I'm sure that's dangerous. And they got Timmy Allen back and they got um, Marcus Carr back. I mean, they're gonna have a good. They got some good freshmen coming in. Chris Beard's getting his guys. Oh, once Chris Beard gets like, his guys, yeah, I like Texas a lot. I mean, that's just. I I think that's like the number one game I can't wait for this year is just uh Texas at Ames. I want to yeah. go to that game. Jack's Jack's going. He said for sure because he's gonna boo the hell out of Tyrese Hunter. But Luke, that would be a fucking riot. I mean, it would probably awesome. be like the first game we go to in the year, and seeing that live would be just electric. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't have a dog in the fight at all because I hate both schools, but I mean, I, I got to cheer my horns up. And then I, I got Michigan. I mean, they got Dickinson back. It's self-explanatory. Uh, Creighton. I've created at 13. Like, Creighton? yeah, I think I told you. How many people have them? In the yeah, they did. Five. I said they're really, really good in the transfer portal, didn't I, they? I don't, I, I don't like, I don't like the thing is, yeah, they get everyone back, but. What they were they good last year? Kind of. Like they're okay. Well, Nemhard was hurt for the tournament. <laughs> that was that was big. I love Nemhard. I really do. I, I just, and getting what's his face uh from South Dakota State. I totally blanked on his name. I mean, obviously it's big, but I, I I don't know. I don't know. I just don't I, I don't want to buy into the hype yet because we haven't they haven't really shown much. So I know I, I'm at 13. It's like Calcbrenner or whatever back, and then their other guy. Yeah, like they have everyone back, like pretty oh, much okay. They lost um Hawkins, the big guy, but that's what I was wondering. Yeah, was, that's a big loss. But oh, then I have Kansas. I don't think Kansas is gonna be that good. They have no scoring. Well, they did win me money. So know, they have no scoring. They have coming no back. nothing. They have no Grady nothing. Dick. I really don't like him. I don't think he's good. He's a dick. I see. I kind of like him. I mean, <laughs> I, don't think, I watched him play a couple games for Sunrise in the Geico Nationals, and I like he's not that good of a basketball player. I really don't think he is. Um. Indiana 15, obviously they get like everyone back, but it's still Indiana. It's still Trace Jackson Davis is gonna go left and probably get stuffed every time. Um, Arizona 16, they got some guy, some talent coming back. Auburn's gonna have some experience. 17, 18's Michigan State, 19 Xavier. Xavier, I think will be sneaky. They get a lot of guys back. 
Isn't Texas Tech. I mean, Michigan don't like a lot of guys like Michigan State this year. Yeah, I think a lot of them have them like around like where I have them kind of, but I just okay. I mean, Michigan State, they're always going to be solid no matter right, what. Right, right. And like I said, and then Xavier 19, uh, 20, I have Texas Tech. I think they can be solid, but they lost a lot. They had some guy, they got a, uh, what's his name? Mari Burnett's will be back from injury. That'll be big. He hasn't but really played any. He hasn't played a game yet. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I, and oh, they lost McCuller. No, he's not. He's at Texas Tech now, I think. Mari Burnett? Like he's, at, he's, he's at Alabama, you're right. He he's went to Texas Yeah, Tech. he transferred yeah, to yeah, Yep, 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 yep. 21, St. Louis. They got uh, Yuri, Yuri Collins, probably the best point guard in the country. He's a Wait, stud. his first name's Yuri? Yeah, I think, I think so. If he's, he's bad, well. if he's bad, I'm going to shit on him. He literally <laughs> led the country in assists last year. Oh, that's awesome. I like, fucking they love the whole team. They have the whole team back. Had a joke for Yuri. Um, the U, 22, getting uh, was Wong came back. He Cavender must have got his deal. Cavender twins are there. Um, <laughs> that's that like the be, whole thing. Like, if you want to build a culture, like the U, the U, every time they've been down, they end up coming back by just installing a culture back. And this is where it starts. They get the Cavender twins. They get Nigel Pack. This is where the U comes back. NIL is like the perfect thing to bring Miami back on the map. I can't wait. It's always been the U. Seventh floor crew, third leg Greg. I fucking, I I love the U. You can't just, <laughs> there's just nothing else I can say about it. But I hope they just rake this year. I think that'll be good. That's another, the ACC is going to be a lot better. I, I'll say that. It will be a lot better. Good. Um, like I said, 23, ACC, Florida State, I have 23. They're going to be back. They had a bad year last year because, holy shit, did they have injuries. Like, Logan talks about that all the time. Their injuries, so Florida State. Last year, they played Duke, and they had five starters out. With injury. Like, they lost, yeah, well, they and they're, they're, they're long as Monday, aren't they? Yeah, they always are. It's like, yeah. they're going to they're gonna just be pests and get a bunch of steals. But Alabama, 24, I hate to say it, but they'll be, they'll be solid. And then Virginia, 25. It also pains me to say. I love Tony Bennett, but I do not like a lot of their guys on their team. But they got Beekman back, and Kihei Clark is back, I guess. But what I, maybe he's a bet. But, yeah, that concludes the top 25. I don't know if you guys did any, like, research at all, if I missed anyone, but that's my uh, – Oh, did you leave Michigan off? Michigan I had at 12. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I must have went over them quick. I just I said – I said – Dickinson's back. I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory, but they might not get all their other big guys back, like Diabate and um, yeah, they all might go draft. Yeah, their guy might go to the draft. But I mean, having Dickinson is kind of left-handed left-handed hook shot is unbelievable. Hits that shit from the parking lot. Hits that shit. For, I literally hit it. I watch him hit it from the free throw line against Colorado State. Like literally did it from the free throw line. I'm excited though this year. Oh, I cannot wait. It's gonna be even better than next year. We know even more. If Drew Timmy comes back and Zaga, it will be moved up. And he will win yeah, of player course. of the year. He will win player of the year. Because now everybody's gone. It'll only be him. He'll average like 30. He'll probably go to three. I'm I'd probably put him at like three. But yeah, I mean, I have nothing else to say about college basketball other than obviously can't wait, but uh should we move on then? Yeah, that's all I got. Then all I have for college football, not a lot happened. I mean, a lot of people are just still talking about that Saban versus uh, fucking uh, Jimbo Fisher thing. But, I mean, that's pretty much over. We already talked about that. But uh, Jordan Addison, he said that him leaving Pitt was a gut move, and that's the most bullshit statement I've ever heard because he's the first player ever to openly say he's, like, holding out for money. So, like, how's that a gut move to, like, hold out for how long and then finally decide to go to USC and make, I think it's 3 million, but I mean, to say it's a gut move, it's not a gut move when you're getting paid 3 million. Like what the fuck? Yeah. I just woke up one day and I'm like, damn, I really want to go to USC. Yeah. Like I mean, it's a fucking like... business decision. Like, <laughs> like, admit, yeah, like exactly. He didn't just wake up. He's like, ah, shit, I got to transfer to USC. It's USC's like, Hey, we'll fucking pay you 3 million to come down here. All right. <laughs> You go. Yeah, you yep. go. But, I mean, fuck, that's all I got for our weekly recap. I mean, we don't watch hockey, really ever look at golf at all. But, I mean, unless you got anything. The game seven tonight, though, I mean, obviously people might not hear this, but Carolina 
New York is going to be fucking awesome. Is uh, New York at home? No, it's at Carolina. Oh, fuck. The Carolina, both teams at home are unbelievable. They're 7-0 uh, at home and 0-6 and on the road this postseason. Carolina that is. That is unbelievable. On a 7-7. Seven and seven, like, And I think next game, I think they get home, home ice. I'm not sure, though. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. I think everything I've been hearing is that the Rangers are like the best, worst team of all time, if you <laughs> get what I'm saying. But yeah, yeah they're, they're thing. like, their uh, lead scorer, I think his name is something Panarin, used to be a Blackhawk. The Blackhawk, the Blackhawks, they have like 90 players in the playoffs that no longer play for the Blackhawks, but whatever. I'm a Penguins fan until I just know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's tonight. I think the I don't know who the winner plays. I could be. I think it's like Edmonton or something. But then, um, I just know the Avalanche are supposed to probably be really good and supposed to win it all. Yeah, I'll turn it on for a little bit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I watched one like the <laughs> first couple minutes of the Carolina game. That place is crazy. That yeah, is rocking. Yeah, even the Rangers at home too. I know that crowd's absolutely nuts. So I mean, it's I only they thing. What? Rangers have a good goalie, I know. Igor, <laughs> something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's a finalist he's a for MVP. Guy. He's a finalist for MVP. So. Yeah, he's like a young guy, and people are wondering if he's better than uh, Vasilevsky, the Tampa Bay goalie. But he's about a they're, three. They're so. That's who they play, I think, if they win Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, I might put money on it, but that would mean I would be forced to watch hockey yeah. until the season's over, and I don't know if I can commit to that. I know Edmonton's still in it, and they have Conor McDavid, who's apparently the best player in the league. So I'm they, uh, a I, lot of people say he's better than Gretzky. So really, like talent wise, yeah. But yeah, obviously, apparently different. he's a monster. He's top three for MVP too. Oh yeah, he will be the rest of his career. Bored. McDavid, if you're oh. ever bored, if you're ever bored, just look up. He's like the Mike Trout of hockey. Yeah. Okay, like, yeah, I, I don't know. And then the third one was Matthews. I think it was the. That was the third guy. For yeah, Austin Matthews. He's fucking nasty. You don't really know. But, how to uh, see it and... Well, other than that, do you have anything else to say? No, I think we're good. Hopefully, we'll have a draft up sometime later this week. We're going to try our best to do that. I think we got a couple different options in case our first options don't work out. But uh, other than that, thanks for listening. And as always, take her easy. This kid is a gamer. He's a fucker. He's a playmaker. Ain't a shatter shaller. In case you didn't know, I got keyboard. He's shattered from the And all he does is win. All he does is win. I got keyboard. He's shattered from the And all he does is win. All he does is unleash. So keep on letting go. It's time. You're the Let him go, it's time. You're going to let him play. 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 Let him